Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a heavy-handed edition. This is your boy, Heavy-Handed Jay, as usual, strapped in, ready, hardcore, finna give you the heavy-handed side of sports. In this edition, man, I'm going to wrap up this NFL season and preview the playoffs. Um, However, tonight I have a guest, man, so gracious, very gracious, man, with his time, man. Really appreciate this dude. Y'all know him. He's been around here. Let me bring him on in. Will of the King, you there, player? Yes, sir. What's happening, JP? What's popping, man? Oh, man, chilling, chilling. Finna kind of trying to get my mind back right and get back ready for work. And, you know, it feels like I, I haven't been to work in forever, but <clears throat> really just trying to get it on settled in and let the evening set in and get ready, my mental prepared for work tomorrow. How about yourself? Oh, man, yeah, I'm low-key. Uh, I don't really got nothing going on, man. I'm chilling all week, so, you know, I'm still on vacation time, dog. So about to roll something up and talk some sports with you, man. I couldn't man, really, I you know, it is the new year. It is the new year, but, uh, you know, I couldn't really start over. You know, I wanted to cut back on smoking maybe in 19, but, uh, you know, it is Tuesday, and I, I feel like I really can't just start over on a Tuesday. So, so maybe next <laughs> Monday. I'll do my whole little thing. Uh, those compromising New Year's resolutions, right? You know, man, I didn't make none. I ain't make none because I ain't never been shit at none of them. You know, I've, I can chip. I'm the type, you got to know yourself, man. And I'm the dude that I can't cold turkey nothing. And I'm kind of with you on cutting back on a tree for the New Year. It's like, all right, I've been riding this train. And, uh, you know, let me let me see what it is to get off for a while. And I said I'm a cut back, but I'm, you know, I, I'm not a cold turkey type of person. I gotta, I gotta taper off, taper off, taper off. So, you know, I, I don't put myself to live up to those type of standards, man. <laughs> well, yeah, it don't seem like, uh, you know, I done stopped about eighty times, dog. So we'll see how this one goes, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, but sir. I definitely start Tuesday. Hey, hell no. Nah. We'll start on a Monday. <clears throat> it wasn't your fault this Tuesday. But, um, yeah, though, man, appreciate you for rocking with me. Um, so we're going to wrap up this NFL season. I told y'all I'll be giving y'all um, – I basically did it in thirds. I think I came in and I got out y'all after week five. Then I came in after I got at y'all after week 12, and here we are after week 17 um, entering the playoffs. And so, Willie, you know how I get down, man. I just take it to NFL.com. <clears throat> I go straight to the standings and start where it starts. AFC East, <clears throat> you know what that division is. It's Tom Brady and the Patriots. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the Patriots. In a conference where you have Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the New York Jets. And for the past near 20 years, New England's just been reigning supreme in this division, doing a motherfucking thing every year. And once again, in a down year where we see uh, Gronkowski not looking like Gronkowski, where we see Julian Edelman, uh, the, the Hogans of the world, you know, those little white receivers were mystified by him 
when they win in Super Bowls and they doing that shit. But if you're really starting to take a look at it, the shelf life on them dudes is real short, man. You know, the the Wes Welkers, the Brandon Stokely's, these type of little, you know, dudes, you're like, wow, how does he get it done? But they, you know, here you see with Julian Elliman and even with Gronkowski, you know, and these guys don't appear to, you know, they seem like they've aged six years in the last three years. And Gronk, people are talking about possible retirement with Gronk. So what you thinking, man? It looked like New England set up to run run the table again, man. And damn near it looks like if I'm looking at the AFC, the New England may be in the Super Bowl again. Hey, man. Hey, you know, I am a Tom Brady fan. Uh, you know, I'm not necessarily a New England fan, but I am a Tom Brady fan, man. I used to be a New England fan where we didn't have the Oilers and I had to find somebody. I was a Drew Bledsoe fan for some strange reason. I don't know. I really don't understand why, but I was a Drew Bledsoe fan. And then Brady came, and I was like, oh, this guy's good. So Brady and McNabb, they were my guys for a while. Um, Brady, you know, you're saying that what you, you made a great point that guys, these guys go to they go to um, New England and they, they, they wreck for a little bit, but they don't seem to last that long. But Brady somehow is lasting very long. And he's, uh, you know, it's like, you know, he might, he might, have a bad game, but then Gronk gets hurt in the next game, or Gronk gets more hurt in the next game. He pops out and he has, and he's wrecking. You know, it might be some kind of, you know, I don't know what it's called, eugenics going on, where you know Brady, they're taking these guys, you know, life factor or something like that. I don't know how Brady's doing this, but it might be some kind of witchcraft or some kind of Nazi eugenics that's going on up there. I don't understand what it is, but Brady is dominating the league. Brady low-key might be the MVP of the, of the league. He's got bums around him. We'll talk about another guy. There's only two There's two guys that I think are the MVPs of the league. I won't say the other guy now, but Brady is definitely one of them that could should be considered. Um, he's got nothing but bums out there. He's throwing uh, White as running back. Uh, I think they said last game they only had three receivers. You know, they lost Josh Gordon at the beginning of the year. He's losing guys. They're dropping like flies. I think Brady has the, you know, he always has a legitimate chance. If they can, if he can be, if he's in the game, he's always got a chance. So, you know, I don't think they're, I'm not really thinking they're going to win, but they definitely can. Brady is the big dog. Brady is probably the GOAT of all times when it comes to football. And I'm not necessarily talking about skills. I'm just talking about getting it done. So this isn't really, it seems like this is something, it seems amazing, but yet we're not amazed yet because we see it all the time. But I think when we look back, we'll see that this guy Brady is winning with small white guys, man. And that's no, uh, you know, that's 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 nothing that should be uh, scoffed at, man. This guy's doing it. If he's able to pull it off this year, dude, he's the goat. He now he's arguably the goat as we speak. <clears throat> if he pulls it off with this Montley fucking crew, he's the goat. I don't see how he can get it done, but let's I mean, we go through it. Who do we got in the AFC, man? Baltimore, Houston, Indianapolis, and Kansas City, and the Chargers. I mean, do you bet against Tom Brady and, and Bill Belichick against any of those teams, even with the personnel being what it is? I can't find, you know, I feel like there's better matchups than some others, but we already know. You give Bill Belichick, you're, so I can preview. I, I'm not going to fast forward too far. 
But in the divisional wild card, you're going to have Baltimore and the Chargers. I personally got Baltimore coming out of there, and you're going to give Bill Belichick a week to prepare for Lamar Jackson. You know, I I, I don't see that them getting through. So that said, man, it's like we may very well see Tom Brady and Bill Belichick back sitting in the Super Bowl representing the AFC for yet another season when the skeptics were out. Now, myself being one of those skeptics, look, I had my motherfucking magnifying glasses. I had my fine tooth comb. I had my floor mat out so I could lay down in the weeds. And I had my binoculars. And I was looking at everything Brady did, like all us other Brady skeptics, and game by game. Um, some games were better than others where he would fall off and seem not to be quite the Tom we've seen in, in years past. He seemed to be, the as uh, the, uh, Stephen A. call him, Gregory Hines in the pocket once again. He started tap dancing in that pocket. He seemed to have some of that coming back. But nonetheless, 11-5, and five, in control, in control in the AFC. And I don't feel like there's anyone that I bet against going against Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. I completely agree with you. Tom just able to pull this shit off. Maybe not the most skillful if you're talking about attributes, but if you need someone to go in, get the goddamn job done, I don't see no one else you call on than Tom. And that division has been a pretty pretty easy reign for New England. Uh, coming in second in the division, Miami, 7-9. Buffalo, 6-10. and 10. The Jets, 4-12. and 12. Um, Anything for any of those teams? Well, I feel like the Jets got some promise with Sam Darnold being at the quarterback, as well as Buffalo with um, uh, Allen, Josh Allen at quarterback. So there is some optimism to, for the, some of the other teams in the AFC East. Uh, no, I think both those guys are baby trash. That's just me. I don't watch them a lot. When I do see them, they suck. Um, I think Brady, these guys still got another one or two. They got another one or two years of domination over this uh, AFC East uh, division. These guys really don't have nothing. Um, yeah, Jets were supposed to be all right this year. They fell off their last place again. Um, yeah, I really have nothing. This is probably the worst division in the game. I agree with you. Uh, let's move on to the AFC North. Now, we talked about the worst division possibly being the AFC East. AFC North, um, a pretty competitive division. And I can see it getting more competitive with the emergence of Baker Mayfield in it. However, there is, um, you know, we had Baltimore Ravens taking the division, but not under Joe Flacco, under Lamar Jackson. Now, Willa, what you feel about Lamar, man? Talk to me. I think Lamar is the real deal, man. Um, you know, um, what's their coach name is the Harbaugh. Uh, he's able yeah. to um, – he was able to switch it up, you know. And now who's the guy for that coached uh, Kaepernick? That's the guy in Michigan, right? What's his name? Yeah. Yeah, that's Jim. That's Jim. Right, they're brothers, right? Yeah, they're brothers. That's yeah, okay, good, right. So they're brothers. So both of these guys understand that it's about fucking winning. Both of these guys understand, like, there's not too many coaches that – that can that go from passing the rock and doing it their way to saying, "Hey, we're just going we got this guy. He has a super uh, skill, and the, the you know, and we're going to change the game for them." 
Kaepernick showed you it can be done um, with the with the right coach, with the right defense, with the right uh, with the with the right uh, receivers, uh, with the right offense, and, and running what they run the the um, the read option and a lot of that. Kaepernick showed you it can be done right with 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 the, with his brother. So he's doing the same thing. I like what I see, man. Um, I know that if he was if if he was doing, you know, what I don't like is is Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield. Uh, well, well, you didn't even ask me about that. But as far as Lamar Miller, I think I mean not uh, Lamar Miller, Lamar Jackson. He is the real deal. He will get it done. He's not. He isn't as small as they said he was. You know, like he was coming in, he was supposed to be the small guy. He doesn't look that small out there. It looks like he knows how to get down. He's not just taking unnecessary hits. He's dirty dancing out there. Hey, and he can throw the ball. He's the real deal, man. I think. I think. Um. I think they'll have they have a shot, you know, in this AFC. It's up for grabs. I think they definitely have a shot, especially with their super defense, man. Even though they didn't look that great at the end of the game last uh, last night or the other day, whenever that was. But uh, yeah, I think they're yeah, exactly man. I, like, like you say, uh, definitely a kudos to the Baltimore Ravens coaching staff. I don't know where I can, you know pick from somewhere in the past where you had such a drastic change mid-season in far as the schematic ways of going about our offense. With Joe Flacco, you kind of have a passing. You've seen a lot of John Brown, Crabtree being a lot of part of early on in the season. And then midstream, boom, we just turned to an absolute rushing team. Like, number one rushing in the league. So, you know, they have the number one rush offense as well as the number one defense in the league. So what this what that entails is the Ravens play time of possession. If you're rushing the ball and you're, you, you're rushing that ball 35 to 40 times a game, you're going to own the ball, the time of possession. <clears throat> you back that up with a stellar defense. And what's so stellar about the defense is it's the, the backside. It's the secondary, Weddle, uh, Jefferson. Um, these type of guys back there on that back end. Uh, what's my man over there? Jackson, I think his name. Um, but yeah, you you got some strong secondary. You got a tight up, um, a good front four that's able to put pressure on the defense without blitzing. You always want that with T Suggs. Um, you got Mosley and those dudes at the linebacker. So this team, they uh, keep your defense off the field, keep your offense off the field and get your offense off the field rather quickly. And so, I don't know, man. Like you're saying, Willa, it's like we've completely had to tailor our offense to suit Lamar Jackson. Now, let's, 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 let's not get it twisted here. Lamar ain't like a gunslinger. Lamar kind of throwing between the hash lines to those tight ends on seam routes off of play action. But you got to play Lamar honest because he will throw that pass on you accurately. And he will – you can either hand off the ball, so they got to respect the run to the running back, and then Lamar could keep it. So the defense has to play on their toe. They're second-guessing. And the, and the thing they say about an athlete, how do, you, how do you beat a fine athlete? You make them think. And so defensively – and I play football. You've played football. You've played at a higher level than I have. But me being a defensive player – if I can't just put my head down and let myself react instinctually, if the minute you make me have to try to think of what's happening back there, that's why I used to hate playing against teams that would play to, um, like a wishbone. 
I think, yeah, that's when you had them two running backs back there and you're doing all that fucking trickery in the backfield. I hated that shit as a defensive lineman because your ass be crashing into motherfuckers who ain't even got the ball looking stupid on film. And so that's the same thing defensive have, have to uh, account for with playing the Ravens right now. You know, that defensive end, he has to make sure he's not, he's not uh, getting sucked in on the handoff because Lamar, if he sucks, Lamar's gone. The safeties, they got to make sure on the play action that the guy's holding, he's, that Lamar's just going to keep it. Because if they suck in, that's somebody who can get on their backside. So it's a lot of things you have to do to respond to this running type of offense. But sometime or another, I just feel like, you know, he's, gonna, he's not going to be able to play in front all the time. And when you're not able to play with the lead, you got to come from, you got to throw that ball to come back. And so I think eventually that could be their downfall. What you think? Well, I mean, I think they have come back a couple of times. I think these are like six and one in this game. She started or something like that. Seven right. and one or something like that. So I don't know, man. We just got to see when you're, it's hard, you know, they've got a little more film on them. I mean, I I do understand what you're saying, but we got to remember in college, he was slinging that ball around. We say he's, he, he's not a slinger, but he was slinging it around. He was sort of like Watson, like Deshaun Watson, uh, maybe not to yeah. that extreme. But he could throw the ball around. I think, you know, he's just making easy throws. They're just, you know, sticking in their thing. Um, we'll see. Like you said, he's got to go up against Belichick with a week to – with a, uh, two weeks to prepare. It's going to be tough. But, you know, uh, if they've got to go uh, toe-to-toe with Houston, um, it's going to be it, it's going to be tough. So, we'll see. I mean, that's all. We just got to see. He's a rookie. We haven't really seen him perform under that the the, the big lights. Uh, ex- except that his last game was like a playoff game. They had to win. If they win, they're in. If they lose, they're not. So that was sort of a playoff game, and and he came up big. So yeah, we just got to see, man. I don't want to call it. I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not saying he can't do it because we haven't seen him do it. But but I mean, I'm not saying we can't. He can't do it. But we haven't seen him do it. So I can't really say he can. Except in college, we saw him do, you know, we saw him throwing that ball a little bit. But it's hard when these guys are ramming the ball down your throat, especially, you know, they don't have that, that great, of a, great of a run stop. And I don't think the uh, the Chargers do either. So, you know, if they're just ramming that ball down your throat, you know, for a pop, yeah, it's going to be hard to stop it. Yeah. It's going to be real yeah, hard. So, yeah. They make you play honest because you do have to respect Lamar. You can't just – Act like Lamar is not a, you know, formidable. You know, you, you got to respect the pass. So, all 10 and 6 for Baltimore, man, and uh, very excited to see what they do. Coming in second in the division and a disappointment, and I think somebody's on the hot seat here, Willa. Mike Tomlinson and the Pittsburgh Steelers did not make the playoffs this year. Is Mike Tomlinson on the hot seat, bro? Man, I don't think so. He's got what? He's got a chip. He's got one chip. Um, he got a chip, though. But think. but the chip the chip is with Bill Cowher's players. With Bill Cowher's defense, yeah. But if the white guys can get credit for that, then I'm going to give him credit for that. You know, when guys like uh, what's the game? When Chucky comes in and wins with other people's players, he gets Who's all the credit. In Tampa Bay, he gets. Yeah, yeah, he gets ten a hundred million dollars and stuff like that. So you know. I'm going to give uh, 
yeah, what's his name? Um, Big T, the the benefit of the doubt. I don't think he's on the this is the hot seat. I think, um, you know, I think Big Ben is sort of overhyped, like a lot of these quarterbacks are. Um, you know, it's a lot, a lot of quarterbacks that are very hyped up. And I think Big Ben now, not saying that he's not good, he's just a little more hype than anything, you know, um, especially these last couple of years. He's throwing the ball a, 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 around a lot, yet he's throwing up one-on-one balls to great receivers and they're making great catches and, or they're doing some shit and, you know, the tight end, uh, McDonald is wide open and, you know, they're doing stuff like that. But when it's time to get it done – What's with the Big Ben hate? I don't know. No, I ain't never heard no Big Ben hate from nobody now. It's not. It's not. I mean, I just think he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not as hype. There's. The, I just don't think he's as hype as people think he is. I mean, he's a. He's got two Super Bowls. You know, one of them he was just sitting around. The other one he 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 balled out. You know, but besides that, what does he do? He just throws for a lot of yards. But when it's time to be, when it's time to beat be Brady or when it's time to win the big game, he doesn't seem to get it done. You know? Well, they they they, they beat the Patriots this year, and that was, you know, the hurdle everyone said they couldn't get over. But still in all, they don't make the playoffs. My thing is this. <clears throat> the Pittsburgh Steelers, I believe the, the, the franchise family is the Rooney family. I, I believe that's the family. Dude, yes. they've had, Mike Tomlinson included, three – Fucking coaches their entire franchise history. Chuck Knox or Knowles, one or the other. Um, Bill Cowher and Mike Tomlinson. Mike Tomlinson is tenured in his 15th or 16th season this season. Mike Tomlinson has one chip. Uh, arguably, like I said, off the Bill Cowher players. <sighs> Look, that's not the expectancy if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlinson has had a good enough team pretty much his entire duration there where you should be fighting in the AFC championship, to say the least. So, I don't know, man. I mean, job security there is good as a motherfucker, obviously. But, I don't know if Mike deserves... To not have his seat be hot per se, you feel me? Well, I mean, I don't think he needs to be gone this year. Let's say that you know they don't make it a couple more years. They may it might be you know they might have they might have put the water in the you know they might have put the, the pot on the stove. I don't think the fire is on yet. It might be starting to cook. <laughs> you know they they get the ingredients have... ready. So if he does, yeah, if he don't step it up, they might you know now look he though, might be Willa. Look, though, Willa, you got this team. Mike Tomlinson is known as a player's coach. Um, you got A.B. out here being outlandish, doing Facebook Live shit while niggas is giving speeches in, in the locker room. No other team does that. No other player on any other team does that. Um, when the whole kneeling thing was going down, you got half the team talking about we staying inside the tunnel. Then you got one guy going outside, standing up the whole fucking team, saluting the flag. So these are things that looks like you may not have complete order of everyone. You know, your your players are excessively celebrating. 
you know, Juju and, and AB are really big time on social media. I don't know, bro. I don't know now. Man, you know, hey, what Brown is seeing is what we all see at some point. We see the young guys taking over. You know, and Brown wants to be the big dog. You know, he he was uh, second in receiving yards on the team. He had 12,000, 1,200, my bad. He had 1,200 yards with 15 TDs. But they gave uh, 15 TDs. They gave the uh, MVP a hurt to Schuster, something like that. So he was a little hot. He's always, you know, you got to deal with stuff like that. You know, one guy, I don't think, I don't think people have lost, I don't think Thomason has lost control of the, uh, uh, the team at all. Uh, when you watch those guys yesterday, they were fighting. It looks like everybody was fighting, even though Brown wasn't there. I think him um, sitting Brown, you know, sent the big message. I think he's all right for now. Brown might be gone. They were saying something like twenty million dollar cap hit if they if they trade him or get rid of him or something like that. So it's a lot of numbers to be said. But you know, Brown, even though he's good, he's a top receiver. But this is this is a dirty, dirty game of the NFL, and he's seeing that. And uh, so he's seeing that the young guy that's getting less money is the guy that they're pushing now. And that's just how it goes, man. Like you said, I think he's 30, 31 years old. He's got a few more years. <clears throat> so, you know, hey, it's a lot of stuff going on. I think uh, I think they still – the team still loves – he's still a player's coach. I don't think he's lost them. Uh, it's just those two guys. Those two guys will be gone. And, and you see how the team rallied around like Connor and rallied around. I think uh, – you know, I think he's all right. I think they just need to, uh, you know, start depending less on Big Ben and more on the run. That's how they got their, uh, you know, that's how they're going to get another championship. Mm-hmm. But they were, you know, they were in it. You know, they lost to they lost to Baker Mayfield. I mean, that wasn't the coach's fault. You know, that was that was Big Ben's fault. You know, so yeah. it, it is what it is. Yeah, is it safe to say now? You and I. Uh... We had some conversation a little while ago, basketball-related. But is it safe to say the fucking Pittsburgh offense able to put up all these numbers is a is a comparison to James Harden where you put up a bunch of numbers, but it just don't mean shit? Is that, is that a fair comparison, Willa? Because does Big Ben have an MVP? Uh no, he might have a Super Bowl MVP though. I'm not sure. He 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 probably does. I think he does have a Super Bowl MVP. I think he balled out. But touche, touche. But I, you know, hey, I I don't I don't I don't know. I don't think so. This is a different game. This is this is totally different. Um, but I mean, you can make that comparison. They both not winning, but like you said, they got a chip. Our name been there. Uh, Big Ben has been there. So. I mean, Big that was number. a good shot at Harden, but he's said in history, so, you know, it is what it is. We'll save that for a later date. But, yeah, man, moving on in the division, Cleveland Browns, look. Now, we already heard my man Willis say he ain't, he ain't high on Baker. Well, look, Baker's going to win the uh, rookie of the year. Baker broke the touchdown passes for a rookie quarterback and also didn't start the first five or six games due to Hugh Jackson, and that's why you see Baker probably grandstanding Hugh every fucking chance he gets. Cleveland Browns finished up at 7-8-1. and one. Look, 
I think there's a lot to be optimistic about in Cleveland. You got a franchise quarterback, and your franchise quarterback has that 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 thing to him. You know, more than Baker Mayfield's looks, he's a five nine, five ten guy. He don't even got blonde hair. His hair's dark. <clears throat> so, you know, he's just not overwhelming in, by by the eyes. But when that ball comes out of his hand, it got a lot more velocity on it than you think it's going to have when it comes out of his hand. And, you know, now the guy has been, you, you could say, hey, if he was black, we wouldn't be looking. He'd be talked about differently. He's been crotch grabbing. He's been sticking stakes in other teams' territory. He's, he's, he's been grandstanding head coaches in the league, grandstanding them. People argue. If that were Lamar Jackson to be doing the same thing or Cam Newton, this conversation would be different. But nonetheless, digressing from that, Baker Mayfield, man, I think has rejuvenated Cleveland. And they have a guy that's going to be around for 10 years. And I think he's going to have something to say. Seven and eight and one, Cleveland. What you got to say about it, Willa? <clears throat> Baker Mayfield can ball. <clears throat> well, he can, I won't, I, he, yeah, he can ball. He can throw the ball. But like you said, it's a bad taste in my mouth when I see this guy getting, you know, disrespecting coaches, disrespecting players, you know, acting a fool. Like you said, if there was somebody else doing it, if there was Lamar Jackson doing it, they'd be killing them. But they're not. You know, they said he balled out last night. He had three touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, if you watched – if you watch the game, I'm saying last night, but that was Sunday night. If you watch the game, um, you saw that his longest plays were screens out, throws to wide open players. So this is telling me that this is play design. You know, this is telling me that this coach is just swinging the ball around. So, you know, when he was, when they were winning games, Chubbs was running for 150 yards, 150. 30 yards. You know, they were killers. Baker Mayfield is, is good. I think he'll probably be pretty good. Um, but he's still going to have to go against that other guy down down there in Baltimore, who I think <clears throat> shows a little more poise, uh, a little more dynamic, but he can't throw as good as Baker Mayfield. So Baker Mayfield, is he, he'll be the real deal. I think they'll be in the playoffs. He'll be fighting for uh, playoffs and wild cards for a while, him and Lamar. And, uh, you know, I just – I'm just not hype on him, pers- me, personally. He just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. But he balled. But, but, you, I, I but sure you, you're saying he balled, though, right? He a not baller, really. though, right? I mean, you can't say he balled. He had some – his stats look like he balled, sort of, right? But how many picks did he throw? How do you – you end your season with an interception? You injured season with three picks. Willa, who's he throwing? You know, now, look, I don't mean to. Javaris Landry is his best receiver. Like, their receiving core is, you know. No, no, no. Their receiving core is pretty good. They're not known. But if you watch them play, they are snagging that rock. They are catching the ball, pushing people off of them. Like, they were manhandling the Ravens secondary. Who do we know other than Landry? Who do we know other than Landry? No. I, I don't know any of those guys. It doesn't matter about knowing. We didn't know Schuster Smith's uh until he started until he just balled out of control. It don't matter about well, knowing these guys I, are in the I, league. I, if you I did because if you watch them play 
I, I knew who Schuster was in high school because he comes from my home school, Long Beach Poly. So I knew who exactly who he was. Okay, you knew who he was. But, I didn't know who he was. But if if you watch the Cleveland Browns play, if you watch the last game against the uh, against the Ravens, which I watched it, you said mm-hmm. the Rave uh, the Ravens best the best part of the Ravens team is their secondary, right? These yeah. guys were getting manhandled. That's what really? if you watch the game, they would make the snag, pushing guys out, and Joku is throwing boys down, running for an extra ten after contact. You know, these boys was man snagging a rock, taking taking little screens thirty yards. Really? You know, it was yeah, these guys were balling. So these guys don't look like they might not be the best, but they're snagging the rock. These guys are in the league and they're long and they look like they're snagging the rock. It looks like they'll be all right. They were. I don't know what happened to the Ravens, but they looked. They were getting manhandled that second quarter. I mean, that second half. And I watched it. And I was like, I don't know any of these guys. I don't I know any of these guys. I think it's the Baker factor, man. I think Baker, you know, doing the crotch grabbing. Baker is like, okay, well, you played football. Got I don't need to explain. Yeah, so I don't need to explain nothing to you because you've played at a higher level than I. But, you know, and you've played quarterback. So, let me ask you then. You got quarterbacks. Now, I played, um, like, Long Beach. Now, well, I don't know if you know this or not, where I'm from. We've put the most, this is a fact, the most um, NFL players into the NFL over any other um, high school in the nation. And this is Long Beach Poly, right? So, this is where I went. Um, when you have a quarterback, so you'll have different kinds of quarterbacks, right? You'll have a quarterback that's, I don't know, bougie. Bougie, he wants to keep that yellow or red jacket on all fucking season. You can't touch him. When somebody miss a block, he point him out. Or then you have that guy who's with the, he hang with the D-line. He hang with the O-line. He hang with the, he he arm wrestle. He he wrestle, you know, he race cats after practice. He with the shits. He that guy. You know the difference, Willa. Um, no, so definitely. I think Baker is that guy, and he rallies the troops. And, you know, rather than a Tyrod who probably came in there and who was very businesslike and consulted with the offensive line, the offensive coordinator and the head coach Baker and that shit thugging it out like with the shits like what y'all niggas talking about what we doing and uh the team just rallies behind them and those receivers who aren't that good for Tyrod are a bit better for Baker Mayfield you say what you say no no I agree I agree that he gets them hyped that's why I can't really knock what he's doing because he's getting these guys hyped and he's making them play better they're playing to a different level when he's out there uh, unlike another quarterback we talk, we'll talk about who I think is the most overrated player in NFL history, he is a guy that guys want to play for, they want to win for, they know he's going to be down with them. And I, I can't take that away from him. That's why I think – that's why he's balling. I think that's his best, his best trait, that he's that type of guy. That's his best thing. And that, and that is – being a quarterback is being a, a leader of the team – and, and getting dubs, and it really ain't about anything else, really, but leading your team and getting dubs. That's all it's about. So <clears throat> that's why I don't really want to. That's why I say I don't really. I think he's gonna be all right. I think he's gonna be good until somebody shuts him up. And once he gets shut up, and he's gotta be just a regular guy, 
we're going to see what he, what he does. Or maybe he doesn't get shut up. Maybe, you know, maybe he's cross-grabbing and looking at coaches and doing the crazy wild, you know, acting like acting like a receiver, acting like somebody else, you know, another position. That's not how the quarterback's supposed to act. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. Once he gets humbled, and it will happen, we'll see what happens. Now, now look, I gave, you, I gave you the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, James Harden comparison. I think I got another one. Baker Mayfield is little Phillip Rivers. I don't know. Let 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 it marinate now. Let it marinate. But you know, Philip has quietly gone along and had a fucking Hall of Fame career, hands down. And if you're not a real football fan, you don't know that. But Philip Rivers, nonetheless, have been with the same franchise, hasn't won, but is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, uh, that's the key word. Hasn't won. Uh, word, yeah. But look, Anything. man, moving on. Let's move on, Willa. But look, though, bro, hot seat. Now, we talked about one black coach being on the hot seat. Look here. There ain't no hot seat hotter, if you ask me. And we still in the AFC North. And this team, you know, higher projections than finishing last. Baker Mayfield beat this team out in the AFC North. This motherfucker done been in. He's 15 years tenured in also. And has been nothing but mediocre. Nothing but mediocre. Now, if if, if people want to use the, the 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 prior existence of this franchise, saying, "Man, we were league bottom feeders. We were a joke. We were considered a joke before this guy showed up." Hey. Say that then. My thing is this. I don't need 15 years of mediocrity. I mean absolute mediocrity. Marvin Lewis and the Cincinnati Bengals finished at 6-10, and 6-10, and 10, last in the division. Willa, tell me something, bro. I'm disgusted by this shit. Well, yeah, I believe they did get rid of him. Uh, I think he was. He is gone. Marvin Lewis and you know, usually I don't like to see black guys get fired. <clears throat> and I wanted to hold on, but when you're getting beat by the Texans in the first round of the playoffs every year with uh, bums at quarterback, you know, uh, I think like Osweiler might have beat them. And uh, I forgot my man, another guy, another second, third string quarterback. Uh, he's got to go. Uh, their quarterback's got to go. What's his name? He's super trash. Uh, he done fell off. Carson? No. What the fuck's that fool's name? Andy Dalton. Whatever the quarter. Dalton. Yeah, Andy Dalton. Dalton. There we go. Yeah, Dalton. He's got to go. He fell off a cliff. You got guys like A.J. Green, uh, which is probably one of the premier receivers in the league. And when I'm talking about premier, say A.J. Green is up there with Brown, with Hopkins. He's a he's one of those type of guys. But you would know that because he has the worst quarterback well, one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Um, yeah, he's gone. They should all go. Um, you know, yeah, they suck, and that's a damn shame. Yeah, and this is a defense that was projected to be one of the top defenses in the league. I'm not sure where they finished up. <clears throat> Andy Dalton, I look here. I don't know. But Andy Dalton is 
mid-tier. He's Ryan Tannehill-esque, somewhere around there. He's been, you know, at the quarterback for this team for X amount of years. You have your A.J. Green still there. There's tenure here. These guys should have plenty of familiarity at the least. And, um, you know, just not amount to anything. So Marvin Lewis, like my man Willis said, and I'm in the court, we want to see you black coaches do good. But you niggas, if you don't do good, man, you got to get the business too, goddammit. And um, you're going to get it. Sorry, it's the heavy-handed edition. But, um, well, uh, Michael Jordan. Moving on to the AFC South. 11-5 and five in the division. The defense, J.J. Watt, returned 15-plus sacks from what I understand. Jadavian Clowney, 10-plus. Dabo Sweeney said he's going to be Michael Jordan. And I've gone out on a limb and said, this is the one. You know, we waited. Shit, who was it? Was it Randall Cunningham? First it was Daryl Williams. Was it Randall Cunningham? Was it Michael Vick? Was it Charlie Ward? Was it Tommy Frazier? Those are names a lot of you lame niggas don't even know. Um, you know, who, who's it going to be? Who's going to be that black quarterback? That breaks through. You know, was it Michael Vick? Who's it going to be? It's always somebody. We have a lot of, you know, one dude I think is good, and I ain't seen him since Cardell. Um, what's my man's name? Played for Ohio State, won the, won the cup, won the bowl. Uh, Cardell, what is it, William? Willa? Uh, <sighs> William? The, the big fat guy? I suppose if you want to call him that. That's not nice. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah. does. The big guy. I mean, no, I mean, he, yeah, court, uh, it was a, yeah, I don't know his name. The big guy. Yeah, he's in the league somewhere. Yeah, he in there. He good. Anyhow. Yeah, he didn't play anymore. The guy that didn't play anymore, who won the chip and then didn't play, right? Yep, yep, yep. Is that what we talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, man, the league is full with the college ranks is filled with black quarterbacks. But I think there is the one. The Messiah. Um, fucking Deshaun Watson, man, and the eleven and five, um, Houston Texans. Willa, you being a Houston resident, chopped and screwed, sipping lean. Uh, what is this? Uh, Sunshine Flip. What was that nigga named Flip DJ Screw? Uh, shout out to all them whack rappers, but Houston. Is where my man Willa resides. Willa, how excited are you about the Houston, Texas, bro? Because I am. I'm riding with you. Pimp C, DJ Screw, Fat Pat, Lil Flip, Mike Free. Jones, Slim Mike Jones, Chameleonaire, Paul Wall. I mean, respect. Leaning sideways. Willie D. Hey, you know, he took over the game. We had the game on lock for at least four years right there. You know, everybody was sipping cups, you know, all that stuff. You know, so let's not talk down on whack rappers. You know what I'm saying? You know. Oh, yeah, that's a discussion for another day. Because I do, look, all bullshit to the side, we could have a pretty funny whack rapper discussion from both of our regions. No bullshit. No, definitely Definitely, definitely. But uh, but when it comes to the Texans, man, they're my home team. 
the Texans, you know, the, the, the Oilers, they left. They went to Tennessee. We didn't have a squad for a little bit. The Texans come. Everybody's hype. We've got the squad. They're trash. They're ripping our hearts out every week. Every week we're getting smashed. We get a little better. We get shot. He throws the most pick sixes of all time, you know, in the season. Uh, so we're, 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 we're feeling bad. I sort of I, – I damn near disown the team, you know, publicly. Deep inside, this is still my squad. When I go out of town, people ask me who my squad is. I usually say it's Houston. Because that's where I'm from. That's why I say, hey, I'm from Houston. What do you mean usually, squad. though? What is what? Hold, hold on. Now, usually because, means. Really, because, because, because. What do you mean yeah, usually, because sometimes man? Because, I, I, because really, for a while, I was riding with Cam. I was riding with Jameis. I was riding with other guys. But if somebody, if you're down talking to Texans, because deep inside, they're my squad. You know what, what about so the Cowboys? Where do the Cowboys come and play? You being a Texan yourself, I, I thought everybody I fuck with the Cowboys. No, no, no. It's a deep rival. Uh, Houston, the Texans, and the uh, you know Cowboys. That's the same thing. It's Houston and Dallas. That's the super rival. But I don't have that when it comes to Dallas because Dallas was balling. Dallas had Dion. Dallas had uh, you know, you know yeah. Dallas had my boy Quincy Carter. You know, I used to fuck. Hey, I've always fucked Romo. I like Romo. You know, Dallas yeah. has, has always had. Guys I like that the I fuck Cowboys with. myself. Yeah, I'm not a Cowboy hater now. I will talk down. I will I will get a rise out of a Cowboy fan, you know, because there is a hate for Cowboy fans because they're a little bit over the top. You know what I'm saying? Because there is that rivalry. So I hate the fans. I like the team. I want to see the team win. I like Dak. I like Zeke. I like all those guys out there. Hell so back yeah. Hell yeah. Back to the Texans. They picked Deshaun Watson. They got the Davion. Uh, they got Clowney. I'm fucking with them. I said it once they pick Watson. I said fuck it. I've got to go. They finally got a black QB. I'm 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 on board. I'm riding with these guys. They've been balling. Uh, Watson. We started off. We started off. I think like 0 and 3, 0 and 4. Came back to come back to 11 and 5. So you see how he's been balling. Uh, our coach, I think, is is sort of whack. Um, I think he's. I don't think. You know he's calling timeouts at down position. It's uh, uh it's O'Brien. He's a cat, uh, a guy out of the New England, so he thinks he's Belichick, but he's not. Um, okay. But hey, Watson is a guy that can get it done. He's got something. He's got that also that uh, Baker Mayfield has uh, that you can see yeah, that buddy. the guys are just they they rally around them. They fuck with them, and and uh, they're gonna they're gonna do all it takes. To make it happen for him, you know what I'm saying, and he's a little bit, and he's better than Baker Mayfield uh, by far, and it, so we're gonna see. Our defense, they're good sometimes, they're bad sometimes. Uh, we have no running game whatsoever. <laughs> it's gonna be tough, but you know, if we're in the game, Deshaun Watson is somebody that will be able to, uh, they'll be able to to win it for you. I think he has a hope. Uh, he has a few game-winning drives as it is. So, I think um, they definitely have a chance. It's wide open. Okay. Here's my thing. And this has to be 
a shout out to this Skywalker I'm off because I think I have another brilliant comparison. Deshaun Watson for me right now, and here's the reason I think they lose. You know, they're going to play a team, probably, possibly New England when it's for the AFC Championship. And New England represents the Boston Celtics of the 80s, right? Just plain Jane, we're going to wear these black Converse, and you know what's coming. We're going to do it all fundamentally sound. Who is Deshaun Watson? He's Michael when he put up 62, but still lost in Boston. See, for Deshaun to win, a lot of heroics got to happen. This nigga got to be in a fully, like, where you like, oh, yeah, he just got sacked. But, oh, no, whoa, whoa, he, he came out of there. He runs to the left. He eludes and he does a spin move off another tackle. And then he throws it crossbody 40 yards down the field for a completion on third down. That's Deshaun Watson right now. Even though you will get that, I think at the end, those old Boston Celtics being the New England Patriots will end up knocking old um, Deshaun off. But that's just me. I, I think that Deshaun, like you're saying, has that total it factor where you're going to play for this guy because like Dabo Sweeney, man, and Dabo said it, this guy's going to be fucking Michael Jordan. And then we've seen it in those two uh, bowl games versus Alabama. Now, here's the thing about Alabama. I'm not sold on Alabama's offensive players coming to the league, especially the running backs, especially the running backs. The receivers, I'll fuck with the receivers that come in. You got Amari. You got Julio. But them running backs, T.J. Yeldon, uh, now, Derrick Henry proved to be uh, Ingram. Uh, you know, I, we'll, we'll see. The quarterbacks are definitely terrible. But the defense, the guys on defense are definitely quarter uh, NFL players. Deshaun Watson torched them shits one time in a loss, the other in a win. So, he's the goods. That said, right now, I don't know what's happened to Demarius Thomas. Uh, I don't know if he's injured or not. I haven't seen a lot of him. I thought that was a big pickup midseason to take some of the coverage off of DeAndre Hopkins. But I haven't seen him lately. But all that said to say, Deshaun Watson has to do a lot. A lot of hero shit. He got to put up 62 in a loss to make this team competitive, you know. So I think eventually that be their downfall. Anything for that, Willa? Well, he's playing the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, earlier, I said that there was uh, two guys that should be in the MVP race. There's also uh, there's a third guy that I forgot about. And that's this guy, uh, Andrew Luck, that's all yeah. of a sudden back to the old Andrew Luck. They've got to play. Uh, we've got to play them in the first round. Last time, instead of uh, – we. Last time, instead of putting the ball, division rival, they went for it on division fourth rival, dog. That's crazy, division yeah. rival. Right. So, so yeah, it's gonna be uh yeah. Last, last game they 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 torched our defense. Um, Luck is looking crazy. So we'll see. You know, we might not even make it to to the the Boston Celtics. We still might be playing uh, the Cavaliers. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. They 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 looking like you know. Exactly, Cavaliers with Craig Elo and Brad Darty, but um, 
Yeah, Mike might need to hit a last-second shot to beat them. Oh, man, we're on a roll tonight, Will, and that was fucking great. But um, 10-6, same division, playing in the first round of the wild card. The Indianapolis Colts, as Will mentioned, the resurgence of fucking Andrew Luck. Now, look, again, I had my, I had my floor mat out so I can lay in the weeds. I had my magnifying glass, and I had my fine-tooth comb. And I was a skeptic, and I was out on Andrew Luck. And I was like, why is this nigga not getting the criticism that Cam would be getting if his career has gone as such so far? Cam's been a league MVP, been to a Super Bowl, and still gets plenty scrutiny. Andrew Luck, man, hey, it's just accordingly. Now, here's my thing. Andrew Luck is literally the highest projected quarterback since John Elway. And that's all of them. Jameis Winston, uh, Marcus Mariota, motherfucking and Cam Newton. Um, no one has been high, more highly touted coming out of college than Andrew Luck, and rightfully so. And came into the league and did, you know, exceeded expectations. Um, but since, has uh, gone on to throw a lot of picks and all this and that. But went out, we didn't see him at all last season. A lot of people still said, hey, I'm an Andrew Luck guy. Colin Cowherd, you know, on record. Constantly saying, you know, I'm an Andrew Luck guy. Um, I'm like, shit, we haven't seen Andrew Luck. And what has he done? But he's here, back again, and in in conversation for MVP. Uh, Going to play Houston in the first round. And if you ask me, probably the favorite. Willa, anything, man? It's going to be a tough game. We're going to see what these boys can do. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Indianapolis would be the favorite because they beat the hell. Well, yeah, I don't know if they whooped them last time. I think we got a touch, a couple of touchdowns on them, but I think they, I know they torched our defense. So, <clears throat> Luck is balling. We're going to see how it goes. Like I said, Luck should definitely be thought of as an MVP, <clears throat> but they were sticking it up at the beginning of the year also. So, we'll see how that is. But, uh, yeah. I think this is really one of the toughest divisions. It went from one of the worst divisions in the league about two or three years ago to uh, one of the toughest divisions. And, you know, they've got Watson. They've got uh, Luck. And, uh, you know, Mariota, quarterback. they got three. Mariota, even though he's in and out. You know, <clears throat> two big-name quarterbacks in that division, and they're going to slug it out for their wild card, uh, you know, for years to come. That's yeah, that yeah. totally agreed. Now, I agree with you. <clears throat> this division, ha, ah, only if Blake Bortles had panned out to be who obviously the poor Jacksonville Jaguars thought he would be, but clearly is not. Now, I'm not 100%, but I'm certain, I'm pretty certain, I think they paid Blake Bortles, right, Willa? Uh, I, don't th- I don't think so. I think it was like, uh, for some reason, I don't know. I'll, I'll look that up. I don't think they did. I think that's a wrap for them. I, I pretty much think that was a wrap. Okay. Well, I'm under some impression that they may have paid Blake Bortles. But if so, they have made a dire mistake because he is not that guy. I believe Jacksonville still has a uh, – the defense probably played down this year because, you know, you just got nothing on the offensive side of the ball. But if rejuvenated, if given spirit, motivation, I believe that's a top five defense. You still got Tevin Smith. You still got my man, Miles Jack. 
You still got Jalen Ramsey and cast in the secondary. You still got big Calais Campbell. So I believe the defense is still a damn good defense. I believe you get Leonard Fournette back, you get Marquise Lee back, you get a little more help on offense. You're competing. You went 5-11. and 11. You were a play last year. You were a player two last year from dethroning the New England Patriots. <clears throat> that said, Blake Bortles is clearly and obviously the shortcoming on this team. It's just there's, there's no doubt about it. And if that money, if they have paid Blake Bortles and have guaranteed him they the have. money for X amount of years, they done fucked up. Yeah, he got a new contract. Three years, uh-huh. uh, $54 million. Three years, 54 Yeah, 26 guaranteed. 26 guaranteed, yeah. Hey, that ain't too bad. We could cut them ties, baby. Because if we got a big free agent, somebody come out, you got to get them. Because your team is good enough to be competitive. And that guy is clearly the shortcoming on the team. But... What I want to talk about, I have a friend named Deontay. I might have mentioned him um, previously on one of these um, heavy-handed editions where I'm talking football and recapping the season here. Deontay is a giant, I mean a giant um, Tennessee Titans fan. I don't know anyone who loves the Tennessee Titans more than Deontay. Now, what we've seen this season is Derrick Henry, who I've criticized, become the Derrick Henry, the man among boys that he looked to be in Alabama. More than that, though, the the story of Deontay is this. Deontay was over the house the other day, and we're going down. We're just talking quarterbacks. I'm like, all right, Deontay. Now, think about Deontay as he loves him some Marcus Mariota. I'm like, Deontay, so would you take, you know, Marcus Mariota over Dak Prescott? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Would you take him over, say, Alex Smith? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, let's, let's, let's up the ante a taste maybe. How about Carson Wentz? He, uh, he winced a little, went back and forth. He said, yeah. I said, all right, all right. How about Matt Stafford? Would you take Marcus Mariota over Matt Stafford? He said, yeah. I said, all right. Kirk Cousins. He said, yeah. I said, hold on. How about Matt Ryan? Would you take Marcus Mariota over Matt Ryan? He said, yeah. I said, Cam Newton. He said, yeah. I said, Jared Goff. He said, yeah. What we concluded is that it was about three quarterbacks in the league. Those be the Holy Grail, um, Brady, Breeze, Rodgers, that just about my man – would not rather have over Marcus Mariota. Now, Willa, Marcus Mariota, in my estimation, is a sharp dude, just doesn't push the ball enough. You say what? I mean, I sort of – I like Mariota, but I wouldn't pick him over many guys. You know, you might stick with Mariota, you know, maybe not. You know, I might not trade. If I got Mariota and I'm trying – and then somebody says, hey, I got Dak Prescott for you, I might not say, all right, I'm going to take – I'm going to – let's trade. Let's make that trade. I might not do that. But if I got the pick, I'm probably going to pick Dak Prescott. Mariota, he can do some things. He's just he's just very frail. Like you said, he doesn't – like he just pushes the ball out there. He just throws like these 
lobs. Everything's a lob all the time. I don't know. It's like super timed up where he he takes like a three step drop. He throws hella a accurate. yard lob. Hella accurate though. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like timing route. So he'll throw, he'll drop back three, three steps. He'll throw a lob, a twenty yard lob to the sideline. The guy, the receiver, is still in the, is only ten yards into the route. while he just throws the ball? You know, the receiver makes the cut. It's like right there. It's sort of crazy. It's got to be like perfect timing. Any, any kind of hiccup, Marcus Mariota, he, he can't. It's like he can't get it done a, a lot of the time, and then he gets hurt. I. I like Marcus Mariota. I think he's all right. You know, I did put him as a, you know, in the, you know, saying we have three pretty good, t- all right quarterbacks in our division. He can win. He can win for you, for you. He's us- he's usually not going to lose it for you, but he's not going to take over a game. He's not the type of guy I don't think that could take over a game. But we've seen him throw the ball to himself and, and score a touchdown. That's, you know, that's pretty big. That means you got, that means you're out there balling. You got, you know, I'm mixed. Yeah, man. It is what it is. I like him. He's just not the best, but I think he can win. I think he has those. He's like a Tebow type guy. He's got the tangibles to win. He's just not that skilled as a quarterback. Agreed, agreed. Let's move it on, man. Getting, getting close here. So, look, AFC West, we got the emergence of the Kansas City Chiefs, 12 and 4. You also in the same division have Los Angeles, or always say San Diego. Los Angeles Chargers, 12 and 4. I'm going to make a note here. Um, I'm jumping on the bandwagon. I'm letting niggas know I'm a Charger fan. All you niggas out here in L.A. can go be Rams fans. That, that bandwagon is full. I'm over here with this Charger shit, baby. And there's plenty room. There's leg room on this bitch. I got my laptop out. I got the top down. And I got extra leg room. Y'all losing over here. You better get with the program. 12-4, Chargers, black quarterback. Um, black quarterback, I'm sorry. Black head coach, my man, uh, was it Chris Lynn? Something Lynn. He, his last name's Lynn. Anyway, uh, you also have the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. You know, you know what, what more can you say? Lacking Kareem Hunt, though. Uh, Willa, what you got on this division? You got Kansas City. You got the Chargers. You got Denver and you got Oakland. Uh, you know, first of all, Oakland fell off. Carr ought to be ashamed of himself. Uh, well, not only Carr, they got the worst coach of all times. So I think that's gonna backfire. Uh, but as far you know, I love Mahomes. You know, me being the father of a of of a mixed biracial son. I like to see these type of guys shine and and thrive. You know, I like oh, I like good type of guys. You know, I have a thing. Curly headed blacks. Curly headed blacks. I have. I have a thing. I have a thing for those type of guys because my main man is one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, now, now, now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now look, 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 man. Me and you, I've always felt have a lot in common. We, we, you, we usually agree on most things. You cannot be with the Drake Steph Curry Renaissance. You cannot. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm just talking about just no, 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 no. Not at all. I'm not the, not those type of guys. Those are not the same type of guys. I'm talking oh, about wow. mixed quarterback black guys. That's what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about, I'm not just talking about quarterbacks. Skin. That's it. Yeah, we're not talking about light skin. We're just talking about 
mixed race guy. I said biracial. That's it. I'm talking about brown, curly hair. If they don't have curly hair, they're just light skinned niggas. Is how I, is what I say. These oh. other guys, there's some other things. And when they're playing quarterback, I like to see that. You know, I like to see that because my main guy is just like that, and he thinks he wants to be a quarterback also. So Mahomes out here zipping it around, doing things that we haven't seen done. Did he? How many touchdowns did he break the record for TDs? It is. I don't think so. Um, Nobody said anything, but they put up 565 points this year. I mean, hey, this guy's this guy's the the real deal. You know, you got the Chargers who have one of the guys that is like the super. You know, we're talking about James Harden. James Harden puts up points in the playoffs. We're talking about a guy that does nothing ever, ever, ever. Philip Rivers. So you know. They're supposed to be, you know, they've they've got a good-ass team, but I think they've got Phillip Rivers at quarterback, man. The Chargers, I don't think, can go anywhere with Phillip Rivers because he ain't done shit ever, ever. Well, they're going to have to go to Baltimore to have – got to go to Baltimore first in the the, the playoffs. So, that'll round off the AFC West, man. Let's move it on to the NFC and let's move it along. Uh, Surprisingly, you know, surprisingly enough, again – I got my floor mat out, I got my magnifying glass, and I got my fine-tooth comb, Dak Prescott and the Cow- Cowboys. Look, I've gone out on a limb. I said Dak will be the downfall to this team. But here recently I said, okay, Dak got a bit of that hero ball to him. Dak, Dak got something. So I feel like you could get bad Dak where Dak overthrows a wide-open man by five yards, and you can also get good Dak where – Dak spins out the pocket, throws you a third and 12, and makes a miraculous play. What do you think about the Cowboys going into it? Hey, I think Dak is also one of these guys that, like you said, has the impact. That Dak is a guy, if you keep him, if you keep him around, he's going to shine on you. And Dak also being one of these, what? Biracial quarterbacks. So I'm going to have, I have, I have a liking for the, these type of guys. And Dak is is one of these guys that's just like Mayfield, that's just like Watson. He's a leader. So it doesn't, you know, uh, like I said, uh, about a, like I said earlier, when it comes to quarterbacking, the only thing that matters to me is that you're leading your guys and you're getting dubs. That's it. Now, what kind of quarterback were you? you What kind of quarterback were you? Were you Mr. Dropback in the pocket? Or were you just go out here and get your goddamn uh, Jeff Garcia on? No, we were we, we ran the wishbone in the eye, man. So I was doing a lot of when when I was passing, it was more rollout. You know, I still threw for like eleven hundred my senior year, ran for like thirteen. But we were a lot of option. You know, we were yeah, we were an option team, and we were in okay. the eye. Yeah. Oh, so we weren't really like dropping Tommy. back in college. In college, like it was the Nebraska, same type of huh? thing. It was drop back. Yeah. You know, so we were just dropping back, man. I mean, we weren't dropping back. We were doing – it was more spread outs and, you know, seven-step drops, stuff like that. wasn't really uh, – I wasn't you in no like shotgun the, zipping the ball out. Like Nebraska or whatever. So you was good with, uh, you know, hiding the ball and doing little tricks with the ball. 
Well, yeah, I could, I could, yeah, I would take a long time. You know, you make a long ass read. I wasn't doing no tricks, but you know, you can let it ride for a long time. You know, see what's going on with the end and stuff like that. But that was about it. But I was more of a dirty dancer, though. That's why I like to say I was, man. I can make guys miss with ease. For sure, for sure. Dallas, ten and six, uh, same division, and sneak their way in. You know, when a lot of people wrote them off. The defending champions, the Eagles, they make their way into the playoffs. So, you know, not to be written off so soon. Carson Wentz uh, just couldn't regain his form this season, and it went back to the guy who who won the Super Bowl, Nick Foles. There's been some conversation over who's the team better under, Nick Foles or Carson Wentz. Willa, what do you feel about? Uh I mean, Wentz was sort of stinking it up at the beginning of the year. Um, we thought these guys were dead. Uh, Wentz was winning games. I think he he started off they started off their little comeback, and um, then what's his name? Uh, what's the other quarterback's name? Uh, Nick Foles. The starting Foles, yeah, Foles came in, and you know he's been doing this thing also. But I think he lost the game. Did they lose? I think he's lost the game with in in there. Uh, so, you know, I don't think they're just that good anymore. We'll see. They snuck in nine and seven. That's all right. But you know, that's just saying how I guess either competitive or how weak their division is. Yes, sir. Uh, wrapping up division, you had Washington Redskins and the New York Giants. Uh, the Redskins losing Alex Smith. Uh, I think lost Colt McCoy also. Dude, they fucking had the, what's the guy named? Josh Jackson, I believe. Look, man, here, man. They, I'm liable to get a call. Willa from uh, Prairie A&M is liable, quarterback for Prairie A&M, is liable to get a fucking call from the NFL before these motherfuckers call Colin Kaepernick. Obviously. Because Josh Jackson the last time you probably remember this guy, he was playing for Tampa Bay. Remember that taller, curly-headed black dude who was playing for Tampa Bay some years back? This motherfucker yeah, is yeah. playing quarterback for the Washington Redskins. That's crazy. I know that, I I know was, that it, the Baltimore Ravens don't don't pick up because, you know, they're going to – Flacco's gone. Uh, Jackson's their guy. There's another guy that plays exactly like Jackson. If they don't pick him up this time, then they're saying, you know, then we know it's over, even though I'm, I'm pretty sure it's over with Kaepernick. But here goes the perfect opportunity, a guy with pretty much the same skill set, doing the same thing, so you don't have to change your offense up. You don't have to do any of that. We'll see how that goes. But, yeah, they don't want him in the league. Oh, man, please. Forget about it. Uh, anyhow, Eli and the deplorable Giants, 5-11. and 11. What can you say? Um, doesn't look like they got anything moving on Eli. Looks like Eli will be there next year. Um, yeah. Hey, I never hate on Eli, though. He's got two rings, two MVPs. So, so hey, Eli, Eli should just ride it out as long as he wants to, no matter how sorry they are. That's how I feel. Oh, my God. Uh uh, we'll wrap yeah, up. They the get you two rings, two Come on. What can you say, huh? Shit. I... Gave you rings, gave you rings. 
Uh, moving on to the NFC North, man, you got the surprising Chicago Bears, 12-4, and four, under uh, Mitchell Trubisky, Khalil Mack, that, that uh, shot in the arm they needed this year, seemed to really kind of put a put a turbo in, in the Chicago Bears. And the Chicago Bears are 12-4, and four, and the team that nobody's seen coming. Nobody's seen them coming. Um also on their division, eight and seven. And here's another team where you have a disappointing season at eight and seven. You have one of the top defenses. You thought you were going to have a great offense, and you did have a good offense. Kirk Cousins, a big pick pickup with a big-time salary guarantee, big-time contract. The Minnesota Vikings don't make the playoffs. Also, the Green Bay Packers don't make it and the Detroit Lions. Willa, what you got on the NFC North, bro? NFC North. um, Biggest thing I got to say out to NFC North is they've got the most overrated quarterback of all times in uh, in Aaron Rodgers. And they also got the most overpaid quarterback of all times in uh, Kirk Cousins. Rodgers, he got you that one bowl. You know, it's not the same as two chips, two uh, two rings and, and two MVPs. It's not quite the same. Uh, everybody rides his dick, says he's the best, but he doesn't fucking win. People don't want to play for him. He's the guy, like you said, that always has the jacket on and talking to the coaches instead of uh, instead of getting down dirty with the linemen and doing all that kind of stuff. Aaron Rodgers is a sucker. If he was anybody else, <clears throat> you know, he can throw. Don't get me wrong. He can throw. He's still a pretty good quarterback. Not saying he's not good. He's just so hyped. He's not the best. He can't be even close to the best. You know, people put him as like, he's always like, oh, he's the best NFL player. And I'm like, how is that if his team ain't going to the playoffs? If you're a quarterback and your team ain't going to the playoffs, how are you the best? You know, if you you know uh, when Cam doesn't go to the playoffs, they blame it on Cam. When this guy doesn't go to the playoffs, they say it's his team around them. They got the same whack ass team. He's overhyped. Cousins went over there. They thought he was good. He sucked. Now Minnesota, it has it. They went from uh, almost making the bowl to uh, not even making the playoffs. Uh, Mac is another guy uh, that. Should uh, this should be defensive player of the year? Um, he changed his whole team. Trubisky's out here, uh, baby balling. Uh, hey, they're out there doing. They got the uh, the running back, my man. Uh, that's that's low key a killer league. I forgot his name too. Uh, I think he's like a third year guy. Uh, he's killing. Um, yeah, Browns are good. Browns are something with that defense and their running game. There's something to deal with out there, man. So I think they have a chance. It's uh, pretty wide open, so, you know, pretty good division. They had a pretty good year. But the moral of the story is is Rodgers is overrated. Jeff, you there? 